Welcome back to Top Tier Sports. I'm your host, Lucas Kaser, and today I have my top 10 early quarterback rankings for the 2019 season. Uh, we've already done running backs and receivers. Then we have quarterbacks and the next tight ends to finish off the series, I guess you would call it. Um, but obviously you can see them this way, right there on the screen. Um, and then for you on podcast, you'll just hear them as I go through them. Uh, we'll hop into them, but let's hit that intro first. Alrighty, so number one on the list, probably unanimous number one, Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he put up, I'm pretty sure, the greatest uh, fantasy quarterback performance like ever last year at 417 points. Um, kind of a unexpected. Yeah, I guess you could say unexpected, like um, surgeons of a QB1 last year. Um, really not much to say. I think everyone's QB1, not really like a – I don't really think anyone can interchange him at all. But the only thing I have to say about him is the ADP issue with him going in right now. Um, in Superflex or two quarterback leagues, he's going at pick like 1.04 is his ADP. And in normal leagues, this one quarterback league, he's going at around 3.03. Um, I'm going to talk more about the uh, super flex part of it. So uh, pick four, which is pretty outrageous to me. Um, you could get a guy like Gurley or um, Zeke or Kamara. Like those are usually like the three that you could take interchangeably there. And the way I look at it is there's a gap between Mahomes and Big Ben. who's QB2, which was about 70 points. And then there's a gap between those three running backs and a lower tier running back, which I qualify as like Joe Mixon, David Johnson, uh, like James Conner. I guess those are like, those are the gaps that you could get like on the backswing. Uh, it's the round two. So like I said, the the gap of Mahomes, the big Ben's like 70 points and the gap of those three running backs and like Joe Mixon is almost 140 points, which I mean, obviously 140 is greater than 70 in a position that's more needed as in running backs. Um, that usually, like, towards the end, as the end of the year, you can get, if you have a workhorse back, you're usually going to make a push of the playoffs in the championship, just like how fantasy football works usually. Um, so, for me, I'm not taking Mahomes. If I'm playing one QB, I'm not even taking him in the 3.03. I probably wouldn't, I would maybe take him in the fourth round, like late fourth, probably the only way I would take him. But in Superflex and 2QB, there's no way I'm taking him in the first round when I can just take, like, like Big Ben, like last year, was 70 less points and then get a workhorse like Zeke or Gurley. Um, it's just not worth it to me to take someone that high. And obviously, he's not going to put up 417 points again. Like every quarterback has done that. Like Manning's year with the Broncos like three or four years ago, like he dipped down a lot the year after. Like, and not, like, not so much where he's not going to produce at the quarterback one level, but not 417 points, which is outrageous. Um but yeah, it's not much to say. He's a unanimous one, I think, in all ranking systems this year. Um, number two, as you can see, Andrew Luck. Um, the two, three, four are kind of interchangeable for a lot of rankings I've seen. They're kind of hard. Like every year, you don't really know because it kind of it's a race towards like the very end. Someone kind of breaks away. But I put Andrew Luck um, fourth in protection rate for O-line. So obviously, it's not an issue. Um the one thing I do have, though, is that he's seventh in danger plays, which is just, like, throws he's made that, like, have the potential to be intercepted. And then he was actually third to interceptable passes. And I think he finished as – he was number QB4, I believe. He was top five fantasy quarterback with those – with third and interceptable passes. So, obviously, that takes away negative two points 
in most formats for each interception th- thrown. So, I mean, if he can clean up half of those he threw, he's getting that many points back. And the Colts team is really, really young. Obviously, you saw it last year. No one thought they were going to be good. And they have, I think, the most cap, or they're up there in the most cap, and they have lots of draft picks where I think they're going to add supporting cast for Andrew Luck outside of just T.Y. and Ebron. Um, and they might get a push with Le'Veon Bell. And really, Andrew Luck isn't going anywhere out of the top five. And I think that by adding people in free agency or the draft, he's going to surge up to that number two over my next uh, – over like my three, four, five, I have locked in right now. Um, so moving to number three, uh, Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers coming off a, I'd say unexpected disappointing year. Cause I mean, he's had years where he hasn't been producing at like top three QB level, but last year was like extremely disappointing. I think cause he was the number one QB drafted last year and people were drafting him really high in drafts, kind of like my home situation this year. That's why I'm staying away from him. Um, but his supporting cast efficiency for Aaron Rodgers was 21st. And he is 26th in protection rate, which obviously everyone knows they were just a bad team. He never really had another weapon outside of Devonta Adams, who finished number one uh, as the number one PPR receiver. But I mean, he was 31st in danger plays and 30 interceptable passes. And not like that really means much, but it kind of goes to show that like he's not going to make dumb decisions, and it really wasn't his fault because he threw the. Maybe he could have been thrown a little more, like taking some chances, but I think. The whole offseason with the new coach, McCarthy's an awful coach. That offense is just bad when he's there. But with Matt LaFleur, an offensive-minded coach, the whole offseason to gain chemistry with either like Valdez, Scantling, St. Brown, um, Geronimo Allison, or I, know, I think Cobb's leaving. Like Whoever gets is that number two receiver, if he can gain chemistry, it's on the, I mean, he can't really be much worse, I think, for Rodgers. And I think he was QB9. Which, I mean, I think he's going to be top three, obviously, but he's going to improve from QB9 with the new offense and the new, you could say, like, fresh start in Green Bay, which I think is definitely needed. And who knows, they might add, like, another receiver in the draft or help their defense, which will help their offense in the long run by getting him out on the field more. So just look for Rodgers to bounce back in the 2019 fantasy football season. Um, Number four, I have Deshaun Watson. Um, Kind of a relief for owners last year, I guess you could say. Um, drafting him after his rookie year where he got hurt but was producing insane, like Patrick Mahomes numbers, basically. Played a full season, uh, had a good season, QB1 caliber. Um, not really much to say with him. I think you know, like, you know you're getting the passing game. And then you have the rushing game, he averaged 34.4 rushing yards per game, which is just an additional 3.4 rushing yards, obviously, onto his fantasy production which is a bonus a lot because that can get him from like 21 to 24 points, which can put him at the top QB in the week just from his rushing game. Uh, their O-line is brutal, 24th in protection rate. Doesn't really have a consistent receiver too, kind of like Rodgers, but he has Will Fuller and Kiki QT. Like I say, the upside, but one of them needs to really stick out this year to help out Hopkins, who I had my, as my wide receiver one. You can see the video in the podcast. Uh, if you just go back to the prior episodes, um, I think Hopkins will, well, not, won't repeat. He will be the wide receiver one uh, this year. And they have a like potential to get Le'Veon Bell. They've been in the talks, but Watson's just going to keep improving, kind of like Andrew Luck. Like There's no way he's going to go down. Uh, his third year in the league. Team's kind of figuring stuff out. They're just kind of there. I think they're kind of like in the average of playoffs and contender. And I think if Fuller or Kuti can take over that wide receiver two role, it's going to add – Lots more upside for Watson, and he already has that rushing game upside.
Uh, number five, I have Matt Ryan. The really only he was a uh, I put like in my write ups I have in my articles which you can see on my website sportsregime.com, the Fantasy Sports Gaming Network, and uh, Unwrapped Sports Network. You'll be able to see that and access them there. Is he had like a quiet he finished number three in QB rankings and he kind of had a quiet year. I feel like no one really talked about him. Um, he was point or was two points away from finishing his QB two behind Big Ben. But his supporting cast efficiency was seventh, and I put that on there strictly because he has Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and Austin Hooper. He'll have Freeman back this year, Ito Smith. Sanu will probably, I don't really know what they're going to do with him. But he has the people, he has the players there to where just those players having, I mean, having Julio there alone enough is going to make you a top QB. And obviously, he has the talent to be one. Um, they got Dirk Cutter as their OC, which is a, he's a heavy passing coach. So him running the offense is just going to improve that even more. The running game is kind of, you could say, questionable right now. It was really good two years ago, and last year, obviously, Freeman got hurt. Coleman couldn't really take the workload, so it just kind of, it was just kind of a cluster. I didn't really know what to do. Um, there is the argument that Matt Ryan actually, him and Julio scored like the most points in garbage time, like the whole, like out of the whole league, like most of his points were in garbage time the whole year. Which, I mean, that's just part of the game. I don't really like saying, like, oh, he got garbage time points. Because, like, I mean, it's still, like, there's four quarters in a game. Like, after the, obviously, his team was awful, so they were down. So, like, what do you expect? Like, he's going to be throwing the ball. Um, but, I mean, obviously, I have him in a little bit of a decline going from three to five. And that's just because I think, like, Rodgers will pop back into that equation. And Andrew Luck is going to really separate himself along with, um, like, I think – for tiers, obviously, I have Mahomes one, but I think Luck and Rodgers can sit on their own tier two, and then Watson and Matt Ryan, and kind of the rest of the, my next couple on the tier three. Um, but I think if the Falcons can figure out their defense, kind of the same as um, if the Texans can figure out their own line, then I think he'll be a solid QB one. And he's going pretty late in drafts. I didn't get his ADP down, but I mean, if I could have him in my QB one with a late pick, I would not be disappointed. Uh, moving into number six, probably my favorite my favorite pick so far. I've had mock drafts. It's kind of my favorite, I guess, quarterback to take just based off ADP and production. Um, Jameis Winston for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He had the whole like Ryan Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic timeshare last year or whatever. Everyone knows the story. And then, But this year, obviously, Fitzpatrick will be leaving. They have Bruce Arians in it, coach. Um Obviously, that defense is awful. Everyone knows that. So you can make the argument for garbage time points. But with Arians in there, who you could just say like, experienced coach, like it's not really just a, he's really he's not like based like offensive based or offense or defensive minded coach. But just having a veteran coach in there, and they have great offensive weapons in Mike Evans, OJ Howard, Chris Godwin. Then you figure out that running back situation. But even though their their defense is awful, so obviously they're going to be down a lot. And just by that alone. And the, the arm Winston has, he just provides QB one level and he's going super, super late in draft. Like I've been taking him in a lot of mine and I just, I mean, I've had him for the last like two years in fantasy. So I just like having him on my team, but if they can add some defensive pieces and maybe yeah, like a Tevin Coleman or a TJ Yeldon in free agency or someone or Mark Ingram, they can get in more games and that I mean more touchdowns and et cetera. But I have him as my number six. Number seven, Russell Wilson. Um, for him, obviously everyone knows he's a good quarterback. I basically put down a supporting cast, efficiency, and production premium was first in both of those categories. 
basically showing that he has the he has the the offenses there. I mean, everyone like they have a great offense. Uh, Pete Carroll's a good coach. Schottenheimer made the O line good last year. Um, but he said there were 32nd in team pass plays, which kind of surprised me um, for the level Russell Wilson produced that for being 32nd in team pass plays is pretty, it's pretty like remarkable. I guess you could say it's like, honestly, if they can produce that to like 15th in team pass play, that's going to result in a couple more touchdowns and obviously more points. And Russell Wilson, him and Watson and Cam Newton, I'd probably say are like the elite runners, I guess you could say, but with Russ, you can count on like 50, 60 rushing yards a game plus just that touchdown upside and still a young core at offense, I guess you could say. Um, I'm pretty, he's pretty much a last year. He kind of started off slow, but I think he's going to be a lock for me in the top 10 uh, going into this year. Number eight, I have Drew Brees from the saints. Um, another kind of weird stat. He was number, number one in true passer rating and accuracy rating, but 29th in team pass pass plays. Um, the Saints kind of just played their opponent last year. I've talked, we talked about this before, like with Michael Thomas. Um, he started off really hot and then kind of sizzled down once, like, the MVP talks. Like, when it was him and Mahomes, he kind of just threw it away, I guess you could say. Um, but, I mean, like, same with Russell Wilson. If they can get that 29th in team pass plays to, like, 15th or 16th, which I think they will this year without Mark Ingram, so they're not going to be that, like, pound at run. We don't know. We don't think they're going to have, like, that pound at runner because Kamara's more the – elusive speed back. Um, but if they can just start passing the ball more, which they really only have one receiver. So I'm hoping they get another receiver or something to help him out um, and just air it out some more to maybe like the middle of the pack and pass plays. That's going to result in a couple more touchdowns and about probably three, 400 yards, which is great fantasy points um, that every owner would want. Um, so he's, I think he's a lock for top 10 as well. Just It's kind of, after Winston, I'm kind of like, these are just kind of all, I guess you could say like a jumble. I don't really want to call it that. But like I have next, obviously, Baker Mayfield, as you can see, um, and then Big Ben. But I also have like Jared Goff and Rivers could kind of interchange there. But I think, I guess I can talk about Baker. I'm number nine. The reason I like him over Baker, Big Ben, Jared Goff, and Rivers the most is just that with Kitchens last year, obviously you saw he thrived. Um, and now Kitchens is the coach. Uh, he was fourth in deep ball attempts, and he sat out two games. So obviously they're going to air it out. I mean, it's the Browns. They're still not that good of a team. So it's not like they can just, like, take it easy and just win games at ease. But uh, he was 25th in accuracy rating, so obviously he needs to clean that up if he wants to produce more fantasy points. But he was fourth in drop passes, like the receiving core was fourth in drop passes. Um, I expect them to add a receiver in the draft. Hopefully they can kill Harry. Maybe Metcalf now, or, or yeah, AJ Brown maybe. But I mean, the ceiling's high for Baker. He really, we don't know how good he can be. But he showed last year that he can be a QB one in fantasy, and I expect him to do that now with Chubb and now Cream Hunt. And I mean, obviously Kitchen. I think Kitchen is the main component there. That he's the head coach, and Baker was a QB one when he had Kitchens there. Um, so you have him at number nine. Um, and I have Big Ben at ten. Big Ben, it'll be interesting to see because obviously we think AB is leaving, Bell's gone. But well, it'll be interesting to see how Big Ben can handle without those two because he's getting kind of kind of carried by those two in fantasy, I guess you could say. Um, we can just go through some of the stats from last year. Um, so the team was first in passing yards and passing attempt distance. I don't expect that to change. They're going to need to air it out. It's how they roll. That's how the Steelers are. Um, he was second interceptable passes. 
And so obviously, I mean, like, that's a lot of negative points. And I don't really expect that to change in my sense. Because, I mean, he'll have Juju for sure. He'll have James Washington, James Conner, like Vance McDonald. They're all there. I would think they're going to add, like, maybe a Golden Tate or, like, a receiver in free agency. But receiver target separation kind of tied into that. It was 32nd. And Juju has been said to have struggles on the outside. I like in my wide receiver ranking video, like I said. So, obviously, I don't really see that getting much better because, I mean, Juju's going to be wide receiver one. He's going to get most of the targets. They're going to rely on him to make the big plays like Antonio Brown did, which I don't really think any other receiver besides, like, Julio and maybe Hopkins can do that um, the way Julio did. But I don't think Big Ben will drop out of the top ten. Obviously, from two to ten is a pretty big drop from last year. But it'll be hard for him to produce as a top five fantasy QB with just Juju, James Conner, basically without Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Um, but I don't expect him to be any different or like any – I still expect him to be a low-end QB1, maybe fall out of that by the end of the year. But I expect him, Jared Goff, and Rivers to be kind of interchangeable in a lot of rankings, whereas the other nine I think will be in there for sure. Um but yeah, so those are my top 10 quarterback rankings. Um, I've been trying to shorten the videos a little bit just to get the information out there faster. I don't know people like listening to shorter videos, obviously better than 30-minute videos. But uh, my tight end rankings out probably Thursday or Friday. And I'll have all the links down below where you can check out all the articles and etc. Um, yeah, besides that, just like, subscribe to the channel, um, leave any comments or comment back, and I will see you next time. Peace.